This podcast is made possible by thousands of dedicated listeners just like you. Be a part of this powerful three-decade legacy of evangelization by visiting materdayradio.com or downloading the Hail Mary media app. And thank you for joining us on the bridge between your faith and everyday life. In the book of Hebrews, chapter 4, verse 12, it says, Indeed, the Word of God is living and effective, sharper than any two-edged sword, penetrating even between soul and spirit, joints and marrow, and able to discern reflections and thoughts of the heart. Yes, the Word of God is living and effective today in my life and in yours. And that's the very reason why I'm offering this weekly podcast where I reflect upon the liturgical scripture readings for the Sunday Mass. So now, please join me on Faith Moments with Dina Marie as we break open the Word of God together, inviting His Word to change our lives forever. Greetings and welcome to Faith Moments. I'm Dina Marie and Blessed Easter. We finally made it this time where we come to proclaim and to ponder our Sunday Mass readings. We have finally entered into the season of Easter. These Lenten weeks have been a beautiful time of preparation, but now we come to a time of rejoicing. And I want to open today's program with a beautiful prayer. Now in the church, When it is not Easter, there's a traditional prayer called the Angelus, and we pray the Angelus at noon and at six o'clock in the morning, six o'clock in the evening, but during the season of Easter at those times of the day, or really any time of the day, we can pray the Queen of Heaven prayer. It's called the Regina Chaley. So please pray with me, the Regina Chaley, as we begin today. Queen of Heaven, rejoice, alleluia. The son whom you merited to bear, alleluia, has risen as he said, alleluia. Pray to God for us, alleluia. Rejoice and be glad, Virgin Mary, alleluia, for the Lord has truly risen, alleluia. Let us pray. O God, by the resurrection of your son, our Lord Jesus Christ, you brought joy to the world. Grant that through the intercession of the Virgin Mary, his mother, we may attain the joy of eternal life. We ask this through Christ our Lord. Amen. Alleluia. Christ is risen. Well, let's go ahead and get into the readings for this Easter Sunday, the Sunday of the resurrection of the Lord. I like to call this The Witness Sunday, this time of Easter witnesses, is really the theme that we will glean from these readings today. The entrance antiphon is beautiful, and it's inspired by the Psalms, Psalm 139. I have risen, and I am with you still. Alleluia. You have laid your hand upon me. Alleluia. Too wonderful for me, this knowledge. Alleluia. Alleluia. The first reading for this Easter Sunday comes from the Acts of the Apostles. And if you listen to the readings and go to daily mass throughout this entire time of Easter, which is 50 days, you'll hear the proclamation from the Acts of the Apostles instead of the Old Testament throughout the season. It's a beautiful testament of the witnesses of the resurrection of Jesus. So let's hear from the Acts of the Apostles, chapter 10. Peter proceeded to speak and said, You know what has happened all over Judea, 
beginning in Galilee, after the baptism that John preached, how God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Spirit and power. He went about doing good and healing all those oppressed by the devil, for God was with him. We are witnesses of all that he did, both in the country of the Jews and in Jerusalem. They put him to death by hanging him on a tree. This man God raised on the third day and granted that he be visible, not to all the people, but to us, the witnesses chosen by God in advance, who ate and drank with him after he rose from the dead. He commissioned us to preach to the people and testify that he is the one appointed by God as judge of the living and the dead. To him, all the prophets bear witness that everyone who believes in him will receive forgiveness of sins through his name. The word of the Lord. Our psalm comes from Psalm 118. This is the day the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad. Give thanks to the Lord, for he is good, for his mercy endures forever. Let the house of Israel say, his mercy endures forever. This is the day the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad. The right hand of the Lord has struck with power. The right hand of the Lord is exalted. I shall not die, but live and declare the works of the Lord. This is the day the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad. The stone which the builders rejected has become the cornerstone. By the Lord has this been done. It is wonderful in our eyes. This is the day the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad. Our second reading, there are two options for our church. We'll take the option of the letter to the Colossians, chapter 3. Brothers and sisters, if then you were raised with Christ, seek what is above, where Christ is seated at the right hand of God. Think of what is above, not of what is on earth. For you have died, and your life is hidden with Christ in God. When Christ, your life, appears, then you too will appear with him in glory. The word of the Lord. Now on this Easter Sunday, we have what's called the Easter sequence. Beautiful, and many of our churches will chant this sequence, and I will read it to you and proclaim these beautiful words of resurrection. Christians, to the Paschal victim, offer your thankful praises. A lamb the sheep redeems. Christ, who only is sinless, reconciles sinners to the Father. Death and life have contended in that combat stupendous. The prince of life who died reigns immortal. Speak, Mary, declaring what you saw wayfaring. The tomb of Christ who is living. The glory of Jesus' resurrection. Bright angels attesting. The shroud and napkin resting. Yes, Christ, my hope is arisen. To Galilee he goes before you. Christ indeed from death is risen, our new life obtaining. Have mercy, victor king ever reigning. Amen. Alleluia.
Alleluia, alleluia. Christ, our Paschal Lamb, has been sacrificed. Let us then feast with joy in the Lord. Alleluia, alleluia. Our gospel reading for this Easter Sunday comes from the Gospel of John, chapter 20. On the first day of the week, Mary of Magdala came to the tomb early in the morning while it was still dark and saw the stone removed from the tomb. So she ran and went to Simon Peter and to the other disciple whom Jesus loved and told them, They have taken the Lord from the tomb, and we don't know where they put him. So Peter and the other disciple went out and came to the tomb. They both ran, but the other disciple ran faster than Peter and arrived at the tomb first. He bent down and saw the burial cloths there, but did not go in. When Simon Peter arrived after him, he went into the tomb and saw the burial cloths there and the cloth that had covered his head, not with the burial cloths, but rolled up in a separate place. Then the other disciple also went in, the one who had arrived at the tomb first, and he saw and believed. For they did not yet understand the scripture that he had to rise from the dead. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ beautiful words of Easter witnesses. And let's go back to the Acts of the Apostles. I just love the Easter season because I really encourage you whether or not you can get to daily mass. Of course, it's it's wonderful and very, very grace-filled to be there at daily mass, but for sure to read the daily readings. You can use your missal, whether it's the word among us, whether it's your Magnificat, you can go online and get the daily readings, but you'll really experience the Acts of the apostles. And you could just open up your Bible, get to the Acts of the Apostles and begin reading the story of the witnesses of the resurrection. So here we are actually in chapter 10. So we've gone through quite a bit of the Acts of the Apostles and we get this scripture that gives us a sense of Peter and how he's responding to the resurrection of the Lord. And so it it, it shows us that Peter is proceeding to speak. And what he's doing is he's really recalling the story of what we believe, the kerygma, the, the teachings of Jesus Christ, his birth, his life, his death, his resurrection, the basics of our story as Christians. He's really recounting them in this reading, particularly how he says, we are witnesses of all that he did both in the country and in Jerusalem. And he talks about him being baptized by John, him doing all of the good, his healings of those oppressed by the devil, for God was with him. So there's this this revelation, this proclamation that Jesus is the son of God. And then he tells the story. They put him to death by hanging him on a tree, but God raised him on the third day and that he allowed those to be witnesses. He and some of the chosen brothers that, that were able to walk with him, walk with Jesus. And so these are witnesses who ate and drank with the son of God. And he commissioned us. So 
Peter is taking on the commission of Christ that Christ taught him to go and proclaim the good news as we are called to proclaim the good news. He commissioned us to preach to the people. So now Peter is taking on the role of preaching to the people and to testify because he is a beloved disciple of Jesus. He's an eyewitness. He is a credible witness to the resurrection of Jesus. And he has been appointed to testify to the truth. That's what a witness does is it testifies the truth of, of an activity that happened in action and occurrence. And so Peter is one of the Easter witnesses. And, and so Peter says to him, all the prophets bear witness. See the prophets in the old Testament that we read about bore witness, witness that the Messiah would come. And so Peter is the next set of witnesses that are going to proclaim the good news. And today we as Christians are also called. See, Peter did see Jesus walk the earth. He spent time with him, listening, traveling, eating, drinking, sharing time with Jesus. And yet now everyone who believes in Jesus, they don't have to be the ones who walked with Jesus as those few apostles did, but we too can share in the forgiveness of sins through the name of Jesus. That's the great glory. That's the great message that we proclaim in the resurrection of Jesus Christ. Psalm 118, how beautiful is this? This is the day the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad. And I hope that when you enter into your churches this Sunday, that there's that fragrance of maybe the Easter lilies. Maybe there's still that resonant uh, fragrance of the, the incense that was burned, the beautiful chrism oils that were, were put upon those being baptized and receiving holy confirmation, that you still smell the fragrance, the beautiful perfumed oils that were just blessed at the chrism mass with your archbishop, that they are now you know just permeating the beautiful church where we worship Jesus Christ, our God, our King, our Savior. In the letter to the Colossians, the one thing I want to point out, which if uh, any of you are familiar with the Benedictine monks at Mount Angel Abbey, they've taken on a beautiful theme of seek what is above. If you go onto the Mount Angel Abbey and seminary website, you'll see this beautiful invitation to seek what is above. And in the monastic life, truly, as they live in daily prayer, prayer and work, this is what P, uh, Paul here is reminding the people that if we're raised in Christ Jesus, then we don't settle with just what's on earth. This is in our comfort zone. We look to what's above. We look to heaven, our, our heavenly home. And so think, think, spend your time and meditation, your efforts, your energies, not all on what is here. This is just temporary. Yes, we have to make a living. Yes, we have to provide for our families. Yes, we do good works to those in our communities. But we ultimately think about what is above, that we spend our heart's work in pondering the resurrection of Jesus and not what is on earth. Don't be comfortable here, but be ready for that heavenly 
kingdom. In the Gospel of Luke, and we will hear, actually, you'll hear some different accounts of the resurrection story in different different masses, but this gives us a sense of Mary Magdala encountering the empty tomb. And so she is a witness of the resurrection of Jesus. And she goes to tell those apostles of the empty tomb, who could roll away that stone, who could push that stone so far to open up the tomb. And here comes Peter and the beloved apostle. We would would assume that that would be John, the beloved one, a younger apostle who could probably run faster than Peter. And they're both energetic. They hear, they've been in such sorrow. They've been in fear that maybe they too would be abducted by the soldiers and taken away and crucified or, or treated in some violent way because they are followers of Jesus, but they hear the message that something has changed, something new has happened. And so they both run and see this, this, this invitation for us to run, to, to go towards the good news, to encounter Jesus The empty tomb reminds us that death has been conquered, that Jesus conquers all death, all sin, and we can receive that good news by believing, by seeing and believing in the witness of those apostles 2,000 plus years ago and knowing that we have a heavenly home to follow. When the apostles go into the tomb and they see the cloth And they see the head wrapping that would have been on Jesus's head. They saw and they believed and they didn't quite put it all together because it says here that they did not yet understand the scripture that he had to rise from the dead, but they were witnesses of the resurrection and they saw the empty tomb. Beautiful witnesses for our faith that Jesus has been risen, risen from the dead. In the sequence, the Easter sequence, Christ indeed from death is risen, our new life obtaining. We can obtain new life now that Jesus Christ is risen. Have mercy, Victor King, ever reigning. Amen. Alleluia. And that's really the good news. That's the good news that we encounter, that we receive, And that we then go out and share as witnesses, as Easter witnesses to the resurrection of our Lord Jesus Christ. So I invite you today to to really rejoice in these Easter readings, to take part in the Easter celebrations that you have at your own local church, or maybe you don't have a church that you attend currently, find a Catholic church and find an opportunity to come together and to be able to listen to the Easter story, to be able to know that our Lord Jesus Christ loves you and that God loves you and has loved you since the beginning of time. And that because God so loved the whole world, he did give his only begotten son, Jesus Christ. And that whoever believes in him, believes in him, will never perish, will never die, but will have 
eternal life. That's the good news. John 3, 16, that is the good news. And we're invited today to begin a new life. Maybe some of you witnessed baptisms, confirmations at the Easter vigil. I always look forward to that opportunity to see men and women, sometimes their families, whole families that come into the Catholic church on that Easter vigil. And then that first Easter Sunday that they come together and receive the Holy Eucharist, Jesus Christ, body, blood, soul, and divinity. What a gift, what a blessing, what a way to proclaim your faith. Our life is never the same once we have encountered our Lord Jesus Christ. And so I want to close this time of joy and and celebration with a statement of faith. We'll hear in these different accounts of the Easter story, these eyewitnesses, these witnesses of the resurrection, the statement of faith that they believe in what Jesus has taught them. I am the resurrection, he tells us. I am the resurrection. And so as we move on from this day into the season of Easter, let us proclaim our act of faith. So I'll close with this traditional prayer of an act of faith. Would you join me in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit? Amen. An act of faith. Oh my God, I firmly believe that you are one God in three divine persons, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. I believe that your divine Son became man, died for our sins, and that he will come to judge the living and the dead. I believe these and all the truths which the Holy Catholic Church teaches because you have revealed them who can neither deceive nor be deceived. Amen. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Alleluia. Christ is risen. Christ is risen indeed. Alleluia. May you have a blessed Easter Sunday. I'll look forward to celebrating the season of Easter with you each Sunday. God bless you. You have been listening to Faith Moments with Dina Marie. Reflections upon the liturgical scripture readings for the Sunday Mass. New podcast episodes are released weekly through the generous support of Mater Day Radio. To learn more about Faith Moments with Dina Marie, visit me online at dinamarie.org. That's dinamarie.org. May you have a blessed week. If you enjoyed this podcast, please consider sharing it with a friend. You can support this vital mission of evangelization through materdayradio.com or the Hail Mary media app. And thank you for helping us lead souls to Jesus through the Blessed Virgin Mary.